at the end of the day, you're not going to, the growth that you're going to experience long-term, the future value is non-existent in a savings account. You're not going to get passive cash flow. I did a circle leverageable. If you have money sitting in a savings account, you can leverage it. Now, if it's sitting at zero and you're leveraging it for three or 4% or from bank, my question, my challenge would be why? Wouldn't you be better off just taking that money versus leveraging it? And especially if, if the bank had full control and collateral. This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. Savings accounts, the good, the bad, the ugly. Should you have them? How much money should you put in them? In this episode, we're going to break down all the pros and cons of a savings account. I'm in a series called The Asset Analyzer where I do just break down like the, the question, really, where should I put my money? And we look at things like 401ks, Ross, and, and it's not that any one investment is good or bad. It's that everything plays. I think there's a room for a lot of assets to own, and we really need to be intentional about that. So I have other episodes where I break down the process of making a decision. There's four things that need to happen. Number one, you got to get super clear where you want to go. Number two, you got to know what is the definition of the an asset. An asset is something that puts money back in your pocket. It helps you live more intentionally. Investopedia says an asset is anything of value. And so we, number one, just need to like understand like what are we even talking about as it relates to an asset. And then the third thing, and this is where, this is what's most important as it relates to picking out where we should put our money is what outcome do we want? What outcome do we want by putting our money in this thing? What outcome do we want by watching this video? What outcome should we do we want by doing X, Y, or Z? And the reason this is so important is so many people start talking and judging about other investments and activities, and they don't actually talk about what they actually want. And so that's, that's the big thing for today, because as you're going to see my opinion about savings accounts, the savings account itself is not necessarily going to be groundbreaking. But what it can give somebody, what it, what, it can, what it can enhance might be something that's worth having and it might be something that's worth saving money in. Now, I also want to say shout out to people on YouTube because if you're watching this, I'm, it's going to be like same old episode. I'm going to do my very best to speak. If you're watching this on YouTube, I'm, I'm actually going to share my screen when we go to the 11 attributes of perfect asset because I've just gotten feedback that it's like, Caleb, you're talking. I, I like hearing your voice, I think, but... It would be really e better if you actually showed the screen. So I'm going to do my best in future videos to to share and be more visual because I, I want to be as effective as possible as it relates to teaching and getting people to think about money. With that said, we so we talk about savings accounts. We, we go through getting really clear on what you actually want. Majority of people skip this step, and it's really important. What is an asset? What outcome do you want? And really, when we're talking about outcomes, we have, to, we have to ask a question, what is the outcome for a savings account? Now, there's two types of people that, that come to us. And I don't want to overgeneralize here, but there, there really is two types of people. There's the person that wants no money in a savings. They have like $1,000 maybe in a savings account because they see money just pretty much burning up because it's not earning any interest. So there's, there's person A, we'll call them, that's like, I want nothing to do with a savings account. I want to get all my money invested, all that, all that because money sitting in a savings account, the opportunity cost of the growth is just a waste of time. Okay. And then you have, on the other hand, you have person B of people that are stuck in four or five years of life savings into savings accounts or CDs because they may have some distrust. They just might not, they, 
that's just all they know. And they just, that's, I saw this at the bank a lot. It's just like stockpiling money. And it's one of those things where it's like, I don't really trust the market. I don't necessarily trust other people. I don't know why people think they can trust banks, but they're like, I'll, I'll trust the bank. And so those are the two, those are the two things that, those are the two types of people that usually come. And I will say this, I had Taylor Welch on my podcast the other day. This was a couple months ago. And he's, he's a, really smart when it comes to money and he has some interesting philosophies. He's not a big fan of cash at all. He talks about cash equivalents. And so just keep in mind that I'm I'm using cash, assuming that you're going to put money in a savings account for things like opportunities and for emergencies. But when when Taylor thinks about money, he's thinking about cash equivalents, which I would argue is not necessarily as safe, but cash equivalents could be lines of credit, home equity, other people willing to loan you money. And and what he's saying is he sees the value of cash. We'll talk about that in a second, but he still doesn't want money in a savings account. So anyways, my hope is no agenda in this video, just get helping you think. But here is my initial thoughts before we jump into the 11 attributes of a perfect investment is I'm a fan of savings and liquidity, not for what the asset itself does because it almost pays no interest you you got to pay tax on the interest and i don't necessarily think that banks are like the crazy secure like i i, I think there's something to say about being federally insured but that's that's kind of that's kind of a joke too when you actually look at there's no reserve so number one i use i i take the cash that i have and i ask the question what am i able to do because I have cash on hand. So I, I'm very, I, I very much believe that having savings is vital. It helps me as a business owner think more clearly. It helps us as a company make, make better choices and make better investments because I'm not worried about next week's payroll. But it also allows us for opportunities. And I've, I've, in, I've had some opportunities to invest in, in things that I needed access to capital. So, so the, the pros of, of cash are all the things that come because of that. And, and then I also know that people that have savings have that emergency account. Um, also, it, it's a good thing when some bad things happen, like a car breaks down or a refrigerator breaks down or, or just an emergency happens. Instead of taking out high interest credit card debt and, and carrying a balance, you now can access cash. Now, granted, you're not earning anything, but you can access it at zero versus paying 20%. So there's there's a couple things to think about, but let me go to my screen and I'm going to put myself in the corner. And this is these are the 11 attributes of a perfect asset. And let me just talk through the pros and cons of a savings account. So number one, a savings account is safe. And, and remember this list, this is not, I'm not saying that number one is the most important and number 11 is the least important. What you need to be able to do is you need to be able to say, what is most important on this list to me? and start, start listing from one being the most important to 11 being the least important. And this really helps you understand where you should put your money. So th there you go. So safety, low risk, my opinion about low risk, I don't think there's anything that's risk-free, but, but I would say a savings account gets a full check mark for, for safety. It's, it's, I would say that's probably one of the big benefits. And part of this comes if you're an entrepreneur with the idea of control, because you have control of that capital and that's that's very much I, I just I just think six months to a year's worth of liquidity 
is really important, which is number two, liquidity. And, and I would say the safety and liquidity kind of go hand in hand. When something's safe, usually it's liquid. That's not necessarily the case for certain things like annuities and CDs. But liquidity is you have your money accessible for emergencies or opportunities. And that just, it's, it's very much of, of two sides of the coin. Number three is growth. I mean, savings accounts get almost no growth. And, and with interest rates where they're at, it's just, that's just kind of the trade-off that you experience. There's some countries that are experiencing negative interest rates, don't fully understand how that works. But at the end of the day, you're not going to, the, the growth that you're going to experience long-term, the future value is non-existent in a savings account. You're not going to get passive cash flow. I, I, I did a circle leverageable. You, if you have money sitting in a savings account, you can leverage it. Now, if it's sitting at zero and you're leveraging it for three or 4%, or from bank, my question, my challenge would be, why? Wouldn't, wouldn't you be better off just taking that money versus leveraging it? And especially if, if the bank had full control and collateralized. So th that's, that's the thing to think about, but it is leverageable. So I, in fairness, I, I did highlight that. Private, no. You know, tax deductible, which means you get a tax deduction for putting your money in a savings, no. Tax-free, no, it doesn't grow tax-free. It doesn't give you a tax-free distribution. It doesn't really have any protection clause or legacy clause. And then the other benefit is there's there's no contribution limits. Now, the 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 thing I will say is you can put millions of dollars in the bank, but it doesn't mean it's all insured. So, but you can, I mean, there's no limits to how much money you can have in cash. Now, I'll, I will say they're working at a bank. They're a bank will be very careful how much money they're taking from one single person, but we're talking we're talking a lot of money, and that's a. If you have that problem, you can give me a call. I, I can I can connect you with some people. <laughs> Anyways, so when we think about savings, really the the thing that I'm thinking right here is this and the emergencies and opportunities. That that's it. Like like, and I have I I want to have at least a couple months on hand, and then. I'm, I need to ask the question, what, what is safe and what's liquid that gives me a better growth rate or maybe get checks more of the boxes? And that's where my book, The And Asset, comes in is I'm not a huge fan of, of overfunded life insurance being like the immediate, like I need this money tomorrow, but it's a great place if you, over time, if you st stock up money, it could be a great place to have long-term liquidity and savings and it gets you a better growth rate and has some other benefits that maybe savings account doesn't have. The thing about a savings account is, is the convenience, the safety, liquidity. And I'm, I'm just going to encourage you guys. I'm going to encourage you guys to, to save money. And, and for, for my investor friends, it's okay. It, it, will, it will be one of those buffer accounts that hopefully you never need to use. But if you do, you're going to thank me. And it might help you make better investments or maybe take take an opportunity that you wouldn't necessarily because there might be some underlying quote unquote risk that you're willing to take on because you have liquidity. And then for my friends who who fall into credit card debt, save money. Like I'm this is not investment advice, but in before you stick your money in a 401k or a Roth IRA and all this stuff, if you have credit card debt, like let's get out of credit card debt and let's save money. And that rate of return is going to be way better than carrying a 20% balance and maybe earning 10% or 8% in, in a, an account that you may or may not have a lot of control over. So anyways, the Asset Analyzer Savings Edition, hopefully this got you thinking, hopefully this was helpful. And just, yeah, our whole mission at Better Wealth is to unlock intentional living. That's why we have this YouTube channel. That's why we have this podcast. 
And that's why we do a lot to over just go over and above as it relates to helping people think because intentional living is different for each person, but that is the metric that we want to measure from. And so with that, have an intentional rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review, and share this with the people that you know and love.